episode 141. My name is Trash Boat. And this is Marta. We are from Poland. Hi. This isn't some kind of uh, techno pop. This is Gutterball. All right. Uh, how's it going, Brad? Pretty good. That was one kick-ass intro. All right. Did you like that? I liked it. I liked it. How did you score that? Well, Brad, hmm. let's let's just face it. Trash Boat flew 6,000 miles from Poland just to hang out with me. And it was everything I thought it could be. That's, that's kick-ass. No, really, they're on a um, Trash Boat and Marta. And really, let's face it. Trash Boat's a stage name. His name's Arik. That's okay. another thing I learned, Arik. And I'm probably getting that slightly wrong, but I'm American. It doesn't matter. I can pronounce shit however I want to pronounce it, you know? Um, they're on a month long. Oh, God, I keep looking over at this, uh, <laughs> God damn it, one of those files you sent me that looks like Homer Simpson's face, but it's not Homer okay. Simpson's face. <laughs> yes, there's, that's, that's still up in the chat from a couple weeks ago. There, we need a couple more, like... <laughs> images in there so i don't see it out of a the couple of my eye i'll throw a couple humunculi in there later yeah, on. yeah 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 do that um yeah they're on a month-long tour of marca and they stop by the greater washington dc area as their first stop they have some acquaintances here and we got to hang out That's we had a few burgers yeah. few beers few laughs uh my wife you might know her name's leslie joined us and uh, it was lovely, lovely time, lovely people, lovely people, Brad. That's that's terrific. Um, you know, it's like the culmination of uh, five years of podcasting. When you get it, to meet one of your acquaintances through the podcast in person right. from 6,000 miles away. One of our staunchest supporters. Yes, definitely. Trash Boat, I salute you. Yes, I salute him. Him uh, and Victor. Remember, it was Victor, so the cat's out of the bag. He knows that it was Victor oh, who, the, uh, who yeah. outed his, his real identity. Yes, yeah. Because Vic, Victor couldn't help himself. Hi, Victor. Uh, he just uh, he kept asking, did you listen to the most recent one yet? His <laughs> 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 trash boat. Arik was behind at that point. Did you listen to it yet? Did you listen to it? Uh, uh, do you have a little spare time? Did you listen to it? So anyway. Right. Yeah, he kind of added himself there. Yeah, I think he kind of added himself. But anyway, it all came full circle. It's wonderful. Our you know Polish contingent remains strong as always. And uh, good news is, I didn't. My organs didn't get harvested. Oh, that's good. Because they're in a new town, and uh, you know we wanted to. We literally wanted to. Got you know we went and got a few burgers, few beers, few laughs. Yeah. Went to five guys. They but just yeah, wanted that's like the closest thing to In and Out we got on the East Coast, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, and it's a DC chain. It started here, so I was like, you know, they're like, well, we don't have a lot of burgers in Poland. You know, they just got that technology over there, apparently. So there's one burger place in their town, and it's just not the same. You know, they haven't. The technology is behind. Right. The, the burger technology is yes. behind. So, the, 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 the grease maximization and harvesting machinery yeah, is you not know how it its is. way over there. And you know how it is if you try to do it at home, even, here. Right. Never, never quite the same. No. It's like, yeah, I don't know how they do it. 
but they really inject all the grease into there. Yeah. So they wanted straight up burger and then, you know, a couple beers. So that's what we did. But they didn't have a rental car yet. They'd just flown in, so they were still getting the lay of the land. Mm. And, you know, the five guys is kind of far away, and I was like, I'll pick you up. It's like, let's see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? So you picked them up at the airport? Or? I picked them up at their lodgings. Their their lodgings, okay. Because it was really close to my work. It's like a mile away. Okay. So I just shot on down there and picked them up. It's like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I wake up in a bathtub full of ice, right? That's why you got two kidneys. Totally. Yeah. You know, you get busy living or get busy dying. That's what they say. That's what That's they say. That's what they say. So they and say. I love, I lo- you know, I I am always inspired, Adam, by your zest for life. By your hey, willing you- to just grab it by both balls and hang on. Just hang on as tight as you can until you can't yep. anymore. Just got to grab the balls. Grab life by the balls. But it is a little nerve-wracking. You never met these people before. Yeah. But they yes. were a delight. That's awesome. I Yeah, I wish I made it. could have made it down, but it just wasn't really in the cards for me. Well, you've been traveling all over the yeah, place. Yeah, so. I got travel coming up. Yeah. You travel behind. Travel behind, behind travel, travel forward, travel front. sideways. I did do some travel sideways today, so it was all, it's all crazy. Every which way. Every so, which way. Yes. Yeah, Sorry I can't Sorry I uh, missed you, Trash Boat. Well, he does. He and Marta both say hello, and they are sorry to have missed you mm-hmm. also. Well, that's good to... I like, uh, that's, I like to hear the felicitations passed on through you. That yep. means something to me. It really does. I'm, I'm glad. It was heartfelt. It wasn't yes. just a... Uh, but in a way, know. I still have the benefit of, like, you know, the mystery of Trash Boat, right? Right, right. Like, you're totally in there with both... You know, both hands in the stew of trash boat. Yep, and the Marta. trashy, the trashy well, I'm like, stew. Well, I'm like, hey, you're like a child who wanders up to the window, like it's winter time, and you wander up to the window of of a restaurant, and it's all steamy and warm inside, and the chef is is stirring the pot of stew, and you've got your hands pressed up against the frosty pane, and you're looking inside, and it looks so warm and glorious, but you're not sure, you can't, because you're outside, you're looking in. I'm in there, I'm in the stew. I'm stirring it with my hands, and you're just looking at it. Yeah, that's 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 kind of accurate. It's almost like you're there. It's almost as if you can smell it. You can see it. Not quite the same. You're not quite there. One of these days, perhaps, or perhaps you just uh, let the mystique linger on, you know? Well, you know, that uh, part of the human comedy has not been written yet. That's so how we'll the just whole, have to see what happens. That's how the whole darn thing keeps perpetuating itself, I guess. Yeah, down through the ages. Yeah, westward the wagons. All that. Anyway, it's lovely, lovely to have met uh, probably our staunchest polish supporter yes and you know my uh you know my uh your roots are my in poland roots are there my ancestors that's right you know that's i right. come from the the poland as you were well born and born and raised in the briar patch so i think uh yeah you like a pirogue as much as the next polish guy oh hell yeah it's weird to me that some people don't know what that is or think it's a weird food i know it's like I know. It's so commonplace around here. Right. Is it commonplace in DC? No. Really? It's not it's not uncommon, but it's not commonplace. Commonplace, either. yeah. But people know what it is. I would think most people know what it is, but 
Like you can't get them too many places. There used there was one Polish restaurant, at least that I knew of, in town, but it closed down a couple years ago, and they had all that shit, pierogs, and then they closed. But yeah, I haven't seen them. Like you can get them in the grocery store, like the right. frozen stuff, the Mrs. T's. Yeah, there's Mrs. T's, but there's other. It's like not just that. Like they'll yeah. have others too, but in a restaurant. Honka, that's a brand. I don't know if that's still around. That was a brand when I was a kid. There's a lot in the kosher section. You'll see. Not a lot, but, you know, a yeah. couple different brands. But, yeah, at a restaurant? Mm, I haven't seen them. Are they in a restaurant around where you are, though? Anywhere? Well, that's a good point. I don't think of them as, like... They're not really a restaurant. Restaurant food? food? I mean, I feel like... No, that's not true. They are some restaurants around here. All right. Um, there is a, a place here that i guess it has kind of like a it 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 specializes in like german food yes but it also kind of has a broader menu than that i I wouldn't call it i don't think it it doesn't necessarily build itself as like a german restaurant but it does have a lot of german food and you know it's eastern european yeah germany's right right there on the border of poland right as we all know but uh you know, they do serve uh, pierogies there. That's one of the things you could get, like pierogies and onions. Mm. Nice play to them. But they're not, like, have you ever had, like, homemade pierogies? Um, does that little fair festival thing I was at in Hazleton count? I sent you the picture that one time. I don't know what kind of pierogies they had there. Probably not. Okay. I mean, it, it didn't seem like they were coming out of a bag. Yeah, were so, they? What did they seem like? Were they? Were they? Did they just kind of seem kind of like Mrs. T's shape, or are they more like this kind of like long, lumpy kind of shape? No, they were more like Mrs. T shape. Yeah, probably. You got to get some of these long, lumpy. You need the long, lumpy kind. The it's long, more, lumpy kind. You'll fucking die. Man. More texture. You'll die from how good they are. You need the lumps. You need the yes. long, lumpy kind. Yes. Gotcha. Um. I don't want to die, but I would like to <laughs> say that I wanted to die because of how good they are. Yes. So it, they won't it, literally kill you. Would it be a family you member would, who's making these for you? Uh, yes. Well, there's two w- ways I have had them. What's the name Either, of that damn restaurant first? It's killing me. The, oh, the one I referenced that yeah. ran me? Old yeah. New York. No. That's oh, you're the think, one I was thinking you're of You're thinking all. of the Austrian place, Herwitz. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's not the one you were talking. That's about. That's not the one I was talking oh, about. Oh shit! Okay, I was talking about Old New York. Old New York. I don't know that one. Yeah, it was previously in uh, Belfont, and oh. it was in that like place that burned down. Oh yeah, sure. And then it reopened um, closer Hofbra? to town. Hofbra House. What? It wasn't the Opera House. That Hofbra. No. No, not the Hofbrau either. No, not the Oh, uh, what? That's the fuck? still there, the Hofbrau. That burned down while I lived there, the year I was living there. Yeah, it was like an old hotel. Amelia yeah. Earhart stayed there or something, and Thomas Edison did the wiring, which yeah. was eventually its demise. Thanks, Tom. Right. You fucker. You like wired it up in 1895, and no one ever. Well, Thomas Edison did it. We don't need to touch it. Right. 100 and. Uh, ten years later, boom. We can't trust Tommy. Who can we trust? It's like... Gone. He never imagined them pumping 110 volts through that thing, charging yeah. their iPhones on it, running their right. hair dryers. Just couldn't keep up, I guess. Yeah, so 
Yeah, little uh, tinder flakes of the hotel he wired were raining down on the home we lived in. It's yeah. weird. It was like snowing in the summertime, but it was just the ashes and remains of one of the buildings Thomas <laughs> right. Edison wired. Right. It's like when I went to Alaska and they were, you know, they got the chunk of the iceberg off of there. The little piece of glacier that was floating around. I guess it's an iceberg. I mean, it's only like two feet long, but whatever. Brought it on board and they're, you know, ice picking off chunks of ice and serving drinks over it. Like bourbon, which I had. And then a couple hours later, I'm on a plane and I'm pissing out that... <laughs> Like 40,000-year-old glacier in a plane toilet, 30,000 feet in the air. It's like, that seems the indignity of it all, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm the worst. The amazing fucking... World? It's just the fucking fuck of it all. The fucking fuck of it all, yes. Yeah. So the long, lumpy ones, either a family member made or there's a restaurant. Not a restaurant, but... There are places in northeastern Pennsylvania where you can, like, get them. They're, in essence, homemade, like little mom-and-pop joints. Right, where it's like you're going into somebody's house. And, yes, and it's kind of like you order them ahead of time. And it's, like, it seems to be, I don't know, if it's all year round or just for the holidays, because that's when, like, you know, it's typically done. Like, it's a traditional kind of Christmas thing growing up. And even now, like, you know... My, uh, you know, someone, my grandma or now my mom would, you know, call up and be like, all right, we're going to need like 18 dozen. Holy shit. On December 24th or whatever. And they're like, all right, come at, that, come at 923 p.m. or whatever. That, that's 192 pierogies, Brad. Well, it's a lot of big Polish people. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, like the dough like melts in your mouth. It's just good stuff. 192? I don't oh. know. No. 18 times 12, right? That's what I said? Yeah. No, it's 216, my bad. 216, Shit. yeah. So it's even more. Yeah, that's a lot of pierogies. Um, so they this wouldn't necessarily be your family member making them anyway. Well, but, but, my, fa- but my family member also makes them. Okay. So it kind of depends on the year and the schedule and how things work out. You don't want to be stuck making 216 pierogies. Exactly. Although it's happened. It's like, all right, in two weeks... I'm going to need 200 pierogies. I better start now. You yeah, kind of make them and then freeze them. Right. So then on, you know, and then you thaw them out the day before Christmas or whatever. And that's the kind of thing that'll, up. that'll like, you know, give you like curl up hand, like arthritis hand. You know? Yeah. Doing all that pierogi pinching. Yeah. Pierogi pinching, rolling, dough rolling, kneading. That was a, oh, geez, look at this. That was a uh, an actual ad in the paper. Pierogi roll rollers. P- pierogi pincher. Pierogi like, pincher wanted experience necessary or experience required or whatever. Yeah. This is recently you saw this. No, I saw this. Um, it was actually on like the Dave Letterman show when they'd show the like funny things from the newspaper, and they thought that was funny. Yes, because. Again, Not no just, one knows what the hell a pierogi is, and yet they want a pierogi pincher, and yet you have to have experience in it. <laughs> okay, I can see how and that And it was from, funny. like, around here. Like, yeah, like, where is... Uh, yeah, it's Kingston. Like, 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 uh, well, Mrs. T's, isn't that from... I want to say Shendo, but... See, Shendo. Just that. Just saying that. <laughs> yeah, just saying that. Shendo. Shendo. Uh, yeah. 
her town of Shenandoah, PA. Mrs. Mary Twardzik, better known as Mrs. T, made the best homemade P-Rogues in her town of Shendo, PA. So, okay, there it is. Yep. That's weird. You don't think of that stuff, right? No, you don't. But isn't that also where Yingling Lager is from? They're from Pottsville. Pottstown. Pottstown. Pottsville. Okay. Well, it's like Pennsylvania is the home. It's like unhealthy food capital of the world, I think. You know, you got your beers, you got your pierogues, you got your all your snack foods. Right. Um, you got some, like, Bill Utz chips. Yeah, all the cars. all the snack chips are from there, pretty much. You got uh, Altoona, which had skinny dippers. You got York peppermint patties. Yep, you have Hershey yeah. chocolates, of course. All that. All that stuff, Hershey yep. products. Yep. M&M's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought of it, but you're right. Yeah, because we just kind of The epidemic of obesity in America is pretty much an export of Pennsylvania. At least we were good for something. Yeah. Go big or go home is what I always say, because I'm from Pennsylvania. Uh, Hostess, I believe. Snack cakes. Tasty Uh, cake is from PA. Tasty cake, sure. No, Hostess, I'm sorry. Hostess is Kansas City. I was thinking of Tasty Cake. Yeah, Tasty Cake is PA. Um, There's also a, a fried pie company. That was from, you know, probably the Lancaster area. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, Tasty Cake has their own line of fried pies as well. Yeah, that's Haven't had one of those in ages of fried pie. They were good. Good shit. Yeah, that's not the ones, though, I'm thinking of. There's another another snack cake. Um, Do do you remember Skinny Dippers? Uh, That's like where you'd, like, dump the, like, hardened sugar prong into a thing of other sugar and then lick the sugar off the sugar no i do know what you're talking about okay Um, no so wait broadheadsville what um no skinny dippers were i think pretty sure they're another altoona export so it's a it's a two-sided container it's tall it's taller than it is wide it's like hard plastic okay one side is represents probably 80 percent of the volume of the container and it's almost like a like an upside down u shape then the other side is much narrower so the top is level right and there's be like a piece of foil and it's round at the top and you would rip the foil off then the one side is the longer part it goes all the way down to the floor or whatever it's you know four inches tall and then on the other side it's only like it's at the top it's only one inch tall the big side has like 12 like swedish that's Swedish, sweet-ish breadsticks. And the other side is a little vat of chocolate dipping, dipping okay. sauce. I and can you take visualize the this. I feel yeah. like, I don't know if I've seen the exact, like, yeah. Skinny Dippers brand, but that... Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, okay. Definitely this conceit is not, I don't think, exclusive to Skinny Dippers, but it's right. the one that I knew of the most... And so yeah, like, you dip like them in growing there and you up, you it. had this, or yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know why. Since they were, oh, I searched skinny dippers. That was yeah, a mistake. I did. I made that mistake too. <laughs> I was like in Google Image Search. I'm like skinny dippers. It'll just. I'm just imagining it's right. going to come back right. with like a billion different pictures of this like packaging you're describing. This snack food, right? But no, none of no, none, no. Google Image Search skinny dippers. None of that it shows up. It doesn't know yet. Yet. It will. Although, you know what's weird? So I search Skinny Dippers snack, and I'm getting all sorts of returns. But it's like carrots and 
celery like going into dips. Yeah, I'm getting like did you, did you, I got my top images are all of benitos. Yeah, bean, benitos. Bean, benitos. Yeah, beanitos. Beanitos. I assume they're bean based. Must have been that bean I had. How about skinny dippers Altoona? Wow, we're uh, we're twenty minutes in. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Skinny dippers Altoona. No, boy, they have gone the way of the dodo, Brad. But yeah, I love me some. It's not even Bill on Oots. the internet. I love me some billets snack snack chips. Um, yeah, I don't know Pennsylvania unhealthiest state in the union seems unlikely but yeah probably not but we're the cause of a lot of it around well i guess we'd have to do uh, i'd be interested to see like you know maybe just every state has tons probably every state just has tons of businesses around creating unhealthy shit because that's what sells yeah yeah so you go to south carolina and it's like oh well we invented krispy kreme so take that motherfucker right Right. Could you be. know, and I think like the whole like, you know, deep yeah. fried Oreo craze, deep fried Twinkie stuff. I don't think that started in PA, but I could be wrong. So Pennsylvania snack foods. And uh, <laughs> here's a thing that was returned. <laughs> Stand by. All right. Uh, it'll just be a minute. Won't be too much longer now. We're just waiting for your, uh, like, uh, web page to load? I- I'm going to send you this real quick. Okay. Um, yep, won't be much longer now. Going to be real soon. Um, almost there now. And we're almost there. So close. And there you there go. There it is. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, Pennsylvania. What, what, what made this appear? Pennsylvania snack food. Well, I guess that's what they... Okay. Pennsylvanians love cock. Yes. What you sent me is kind of what looks like a giant... Oh, I'm not even sure, to be honest. I mean, it's definitely like a facsimile of an erect penis, but I'm not sure exactly, like... Because it kind of has this, like, attachment on the end. Yeah. I mean, maybe it goes on... Yeah, I don't... It's not... It's like not for that. a strap-on, I don't think. It's for something. You attach it to something somewhere. Like, so, maybe there's, like, a headband if you wanted to have, like, a, a forehead cock sticking cock. out of your forehead, yeah. Yeah. You know, I know some people like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, cast the first stone. So I went to the page that that was from. So we're off to a good start just with the name of the website, Moral Low Ground, it's called. Okay. Um, and this appears to be in the economy section of that site. Pennsylvania woman Pauline Davis says she was fired from J&J Snack Foods over prosthetic oh. penis. Okay. That's right as yours. All right. So J&J Snack Foods, is that in Pennsylvania? I don't know. But is this... I mean, I'm guessing this clip art is not necessarily like an... It's just like a, you know, stock photo of a prosthetic penis. I guess, man. It's not like her actual prosthetic penis, but... It sure doesn't seem like it, the way it's staged. Yeah, but the whole... They do have the, like, fake penises to take drug tests, to pass drug tests with. I don't know if you've ever used one of those. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, like, you want... Um, you know, you have to go pee into a cup and they're going to test to see if you're on drugs. Like, 
because, you know, there's mandatory drug testing for whatever. You're on parole or, you know, you're a truck driver and they, they, they make, they have to test, they keep testing you or whatever that is, right? Like certain professions, they'll, they'll test you. So, uh, but, you know, you like drugs. You want to keep doing drugs. Yeah, you want to yeah. stay employed. So what are you to do? Well, what you it's do is you get a prosthetic penis and put it in your pants. Do you put it over your actual penis? No. Okay, it's just I think an it's additional. just like an, an additional. So when you go to unzip and pull your penis out, you end up pulling out the prosthetic one. Right. Not your real one. And it's hooked up with like a tube to a a like a um you know a bag of urine of clean urine clean right yes not drug infested urine not your urine someone else's urine right right and but it's like taped to you so it's like warm it's 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 heated up because it's next it's been like sitting next to your body all day it's body temperature it better it's, be otherwise they're gonna know something's off yeah so you and, get and the, the urine is from a member of the square community Exactly. It's clean, it's warm. Okay. So with your prosthetic penis, you then release I'm not entirely sure how the release mechanism works, but there's probably some sort of like, you know, subtle way you like I'm unclip sh- the little Right, I'm sure it's gravity thing. based and then you can yeah. like yeah, use your finger subtly to maybe like your pinky kind of reaches inside your fly a little bit and bloop, yeah. flicks a little something. Yeah, and then the the clean urine flows out of the prosthetic penis into the cup and there you go. Now, looking at this <laughs> photo, which looks more like a delicious frozen confection, <laughs> I don't know if this a delicious would... delicious <laughs> frozen confection? Really? I don't know if this passes muster for an actual penis. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm thinking like a, uh, like a, what are those called? The firecracker, the 4th of July ones? Yeah, I like, see where, yeah. I mean, not exactly, but it's like, what I mean by that is like two very contrasting colors between the tip and the shaft that doesn't seem especially natural. Like, if you pull that out, I don't think uh, I the don't know. drug I think, guy is going to be like, yeah, this looks good. Well, and that's the other thing that it begs the question of... Yeah, they're sitting there staring at you. They have to kind of examine your penis, at least visually, to make sure that it seems realistic enough, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise, the whole thing is a sham. It's like, here, go. It's not like, hey, go. Okay, go into this room and pee in a cup. No, they're there. They're just poured urine from anywhere into there. I know. That's the whole thing. It's like the end of uh, Gattaca, where it's, oh, shit, you know, it's really gotten real now. I've, I've... faked him out the whole movie but when it all is said and done and i'm so close shit out of luck they get you yeah i don't remember the details of that movie enough well they can get you if you're not careful and i think if you were using this fake penis that's not being very careful it's not lumpy enough (laughs) it's not the long lumpy kind this is more like the mrs t's style phallus right it's like you got that in the freezer section I will say that if you... Some old Polish lady didn't make it in Shendo. Maybe she did in Shendo. She didn't make it in uh, Ring Ringtown, Frackville. If you did uh, Google image search skinny dipper snack and you scroll far enough down, you will eventually get to a picture of Alexander Skarsgård. What so. the fuck? That's just the AI fucking with you. Yeah, well, he's in a bathtub, so I guess maybe skinny dip 
I and mean, then, it doesn't really you, count if you're in a bathtub. I mean, who bathtubs not skinny dipped? You know what I mean? Tobias Fumke. Yeah, other than, other than yeah, there are some never nudes out there. So you Googled what? Pennsylvania snack foods? No, just skinny dippers snack. Oh, skinny dippers. But you're going to have to scroll. The entire time you were talking, I've been slowly scrolling down. So you, you might have to get to like page 200 or so. So the snack... But eventually you'll get there. The snack part of his image was, again, his penis, presumably. It was just that he himself is the scrumptious snack. Just all of it. Just so scrumptious. Yes. Gotcha. That would be my guess. So... Did you ever go in... Arcadius. Yeah, Arak. 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 It's almost like Eric, but Arak. 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 Kind of... A little bit. Arak. Because this is this has been like a banner week for gutter balls. You it got sure to has. meet Arik. Yep, and Marta. And Marta. Now she doesn't listen to this. God bless her soul. So, but like she's subjected to it tangentially. Okay, that's she, that's good enough for me. Oh, <laughs> I respect her a lot more. Yes. Um. But then there was also this little story in the Washington Post. Yeah, we were in the Washington Post. Which was kind of crazy. They emailed us. I was like, hey, guys, want to talk about your little podcast? It's like, I guess. It's like, definitely. And normally that's like, okay, just email me back. When did you start it? Blah, blah, blah. Here's a couple questions, right? No, 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 no. Now, this was a Washington Post journalist. This was serious business. It's like, let's have a call tomorrow or whenever it was. Maybe it's yes. two days later. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, sure. Stephanie Mary yes. called us up. We had called a little conference up, call. And we had a great little conversation. It was very enjoyable. Sometimes yeah, it those was. things, you know, you don't know. You know, it's like meeting random people from a different continent you've never talked to before. You don't know if they're going to harvest your organs. But this was not like that. It wasn't painful. No. Uh, it was uh, It was wonderful. I mean, I was, yeah, normally I think I would be nervous. Like, oh, shit, this is the Washington Post. Something I say might get printed for the whole world to see, the whole nation. I better for once in my like life take it seriously. Yeah, it's not like this podcast where we just talk about, you know, confectionary penises. penises. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, this is like serious. So let's say real nor- things like what? Yeah, I have no idea. I, 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 you know, but like, you know, normally I'd be kind of nervous. I'd be kind of like, oh, shit. I'd almost be like, okay, this is really cool. I want to do it. But at the same time, like half dreading it, like, oh, God, like. Am I prepared? Am I ready for this? But I did not feel that way at all. I didn't either. And once the conversation started, I would say I like doubly didn't feel that way because like, yeah, it was just, um, yeah, it was a good conversation. Mary was super cool or Stephanie more rather. It was super cool. More rather. Well, it was like, you know, saying Lebowski, you know, Lebowski, Mary, Goslick, Welch, you know. But yeah, she was super cool. And well, that's the other thing. Like normally I'd be nervous because again, we don't know that person. Are they going to write nice things or are they going to just, you know, talk about how we just like 
chuckled like Beavis and Butthead the whole time <laughs> and just quoted Lebowski for 30 minutes until she could finally get off the phone, you know? Right. But it, again, it wasn't like that. I felt like, you know, you especially had some cogent things to say. I did quote Lebowski a couple of times. I can't help well, it. Well, that's good. But you got to do that. I think you got to represent. I mean, have a little I wish I was as good at that as you are. You can pull out the quote for the moment like that. I have to be like, oh, shit, someone tweeted at me. I want to respond with a Lebowski quote. Quick, let me bring up the script for Lebowski and start doing command F for, like, <laughs> certain phrases or words that might be cool here. Or just right. go to random pages and start looking. And then, like, ten minutes later, I'm like, oh, this quote is not, not quite a match, but it's kind of it's kind of a non-sequitur, but it kind of is in the same realm. Okay, I'll just paste that. Because you're like... Bam! Like, that's just such a natural response. Yeah, well... You're good at that shit, man. Yeah, also my greatest weakness, probably. Ask my wife, you might know her name's Leslie. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's true of of everything, right? Like, your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. That's just classic uh, strength-weakness dynamic right there. I suppose so. I suppose so. But yeah, but delightful. Yeah. And then, uh, so they sent out the digital article first, which I didn't, I had to see it because I had a Google alert set up for Gutterball's mm-hmm. podcast. Then it came up and what to my wondering eyes should appear, <laughs> but your smiling face, headphones right. on, mic there, amateurs t-shirt, oops, well, I shouldn't say that. Well, too late now. Amateurs t-shirt. And I was just like, fuck, Washington Post. There's the article title with your fucking mug on it. I actually got a little nervous when I saw that. That's when I got nervous. Right. I was like, oh, shit. They actually yeah. did it. And they, you like, we didn't know if it would be like one sentence in passing. Oh, and these guys do a podcast about the Big Lebowski. Moving right along to the rest of the article now. But no, no. Your fucking face right there. Yes. And we were the lead. Like, we... We were yeah, basically we were the, the entire frame of the whole article. It starts with us, does kind of a, a medium dive into us for a couple graphs, as they say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then eventually it all comes back around to us at the end. Right. Starts we're with the, a, the spine of this whole story. Starts with a picture, a screen grab of the Big Lebowski, then moves on to a picture of you, <laughs> then goes into our podcast diddles around a couple others and then picture of me and then comes back to our podcast and then oh a picture of paul Shear in there whoever that is i don't know who that is but but yeah so they they uh right yeah so my image being the first image i guess ended up being like the feature image for the story so whenever anyone shares it on social media it's like bam boing there's yes. brad it's like, a little disconcerting I, I don't know. I wonder how many impressions my uh, my bearded visage has gotten, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Like, but that's it. The Washington Post posted out like, "Hey, the movie nerds are back," and then bam, picture Your of face. me. Yep. And then we were in the fucking print version on Sunday. The Sunday paper. You know what they say? Your name in print that my, means something. That means something. Say That's it with the me. Kind, kind of spontaneous, spontaneous exposure, exposure that makes, that makes people. people. <laughs> yes, Brad Koslick. 
sounds like a regular bastard. He and then they use my cans. photo in the print version. In the print version, yep. So there you go. We we, we got our uh, photo love spread around there. Yep, yep. I got you a couple copies. Thank you. Yep. You betcha. Yeah, I looked around on Sunday. You didn't see any? I didn't see it, but I was in... Um, you in New York. I was outside Hazleton at that day. Oh, you were on your way back. I was back. on my way back. I stayed the night in Hazleton. Yeah, I was in New York City Saturday. I had a crazy-ass meal. In Hazleton? In New York. Oh. Is, did I? Did you send me a photo from that event? I did. So I just saw beer. What were you eating? Yeah. Where that were you was, eating? There was like... So we ate at some Japanese restaurant. I don't know. My kind of like host for the day, my guide, my Sherpa. Your Sherpa. Is a, was a Japanese-American guy. What's his first name, if you can Or maybe say. just Japanese, I guess. His first name is Yoshi. All right. Sue Yoshi is, I guess, the formal name, but just Yoshi. Ah, it's Yoshi. Come yeah, on. we're cool. Yoshi. He, um, well, I don't know. I said Japanese-American, but I don't know. I, I mean, he's like born in Tokyo. Japanese. Gotcha. Japanese immigrant, I guess. Japanese expat. I don't know exactly what his, like, legal status is or anything. But he's, uh... Yeah, so he's took a he took us to some Japanese uh, restaurant in New York. Remember what it was called? No, I didn't ever even made note of what it was called. Was it called Old New York? No, okay. it was called Old Tokyo. I think that makes more sense. But right. you know, Yoshi in essence just ordered for everyone. There was like nine of us there. He's just like, I'll just order. So he just starts ordering stuff, and they just keep bringing big bowls of stuff. Was it soup-based stuff? Or? No. So first comes out these uh, like cucumber spears. Okay. Well, skinny dippers, we call them. These were kind of like skinny dippers. The cucumber spears with a kind of uh, artisanal dollop of mayonnaise on the side. Mm-hmm. And so you dip the cucumber into mayonnaise. And I was kind of like... It's just mayonnaise? I was saying this before. He's like, yeah, it's just mayonnaise. He's like, let me tell you something. <laughs> Japanese people just love mayonnaise. They go crazy for mayonnaise. They do mayonnaise with everything. I'm huh. like, all right. They have French fries. They don't use ketchup. Right. Mayonnaise. Well, I have seen in like, you know, the, like on YouTube, it's like, oh, check out these crazy Japanese things, right? Or crazy Japanese commercials. And I have seen multiple references to uh, pizza that is like mayonnaise based. That does not sound disgusting to me. I don't know. It sounds a little disgusting. I love mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. Like I love mayonnaise, I guess in certain contexts. Like I cannot have like a turkey sandwich without mayonnaise. Fuck yeah. Turkey and mayonnaise on some toast. It's like one of the best joys in life as far as I'm concerned. Do that you, combo. Do you use mayonnaise for French fry dipping? I um, would. I try to avoid that just out of like health reasons. Sure. But I mean from a deliciousness point of view. Deliciousness point of view, it's very delicious, especially um, if you also have like mix a little ketchup into it. I do it separately. Yeah. But- you mean dip into ketchup, then dip into mayonnaise? Ketchup. I would probably do mayonnaise then ketchup because I don't want to despoil the the mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Right. It's okay if yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I can fuck up the ketchup a little bit. Yeah. It's different. You have a little mayonnaise. white added to the 
Yeah. The red. But if you have a little red, so that's making it pink, it kind of no. throws you off. Yeah. Gotcha. You don't yeah. want that. Yeah. Uh, mayonnaise on a hot dog? No. Can't oh, do that. Why? I don't know. Have it you ever? Gro- I guess it just, I guess, unless it's something that I've already been indoctrinated to against my will in some ways. This is your conditioning talking, man. Well, I'll tell you the the weirdest example is ketchup and eggs for me of conditioning. Oh, I don't like that at all. I I think the idea of ketchup and eggs is so gross. And yet I, you do it, don't you? And I don't do it because it's so gross, yet I have accidentally had ketchup and eggs. Like a little bit, like a little ketchup from my like uh, home fries got on my eggs. Sure, it happens. And like I, I tried it and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking delicious. Ketchup and eggs hmm. go together so well. But I don't care. I'm not going to fucking do it on purpose. It's gross. Yeah, I don't do Even that. Even though it tastes so good, it's still gross. I mean, I used to do it, again, because of conditioning. People did it. It's like, oh, you have any ketchup for the... And I was one of... I would do it, too. It's like, well, yeah, you're supposed to have some ketchup with your scrambled eggs. Usually with scrambled eggs. Yeah, scrambled eggs is not what like I'm thinking of. like a fried egg, like an over-easy no. egg or anything. No, And I was doing it, and then, like, it's one of those times where, like... You have one of these flashes of, like, seeing the world for what it is. And I kind of looked around, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm putting ketchup on my eggs? And I was like, it's like you. I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Right. And I just didn't do it anymore. Even yeah. though it's it's passably okay. I was like, no, that is just fucking wrong. It's like an egg, you know? The egg, the most versatile, like, cooking tool one of the most versatile versatile foods you know it's like oh sure some magical food but it is it's honestly like a magical food and it doesn't need fucking ketchup you know it's just ah little salt little pepper you're done like sure you can go crazy and do other things but just slathering some ketchup on it it just seems so barbaric yeah it just doesn't seem right like it just seems like a gross combination to me it does. It really does. But mayonnaise on a hot dog, Brad. Like a hot dog that's got, it's like been charred a little bit. Right. Like I maybe even spiral cut. That, I'm torn. I'm like 50% that's gross, 50%, oh, of course that would be, taste delicious. It's amazing. I mean, I like mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise on a hamburger. Yeah, gotta Ketchup have Ketchup and mayo on a hamburger. Well, and I think the That's journey good. the journey from hot dog to turkey sandwich, I think is it's short. Like, it's a lot shorter than the journey from a hamburger to a turkey sandwich. I agree with that. You know, because sometimes hot dogs are even made out of turkey. A turkey dog. Yeah. Not that that's my favorite or anything, but, you know. You can so. sometimes find, no, not turkey, but chicken. Chicken yeah, hot yeah. dogs, like hot dogs that are like pure chicken or maybe chicken and turkey, like poultry hot dogs they can that be are right. actually yeah. really good. If you find the like the like you have to find the cheapest, shittiest brand. Right. And it's like, wow, these are even th- this might be the best hot dog. I've had those like this is the, I'm like, nitrates, this is better man. than the whole pork fatty pig lips and assholes hot dog. It's better than the all beef sometimes. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't know, harkens back to childhood or something. I don't know. It's just simple. Somehow, the just shittier the hot dog, the better it tastes. Like, if you're going to be a hot dog, I guess you just embrace it all the way. Right. Don't be some like, oh, this is all beef 
Right. Artisan. Special artisan cuisine hot dog. No, you want the pig lips and asshole hot dog. Absolutely. Well, there was Hazel Park Meats um, over in Hazleton growing up. So this is another, like, awful, awful food export from Pennsylvania? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. And they had, you know, we would get hot dogs from there, and they were the best damn hot dogs. It's just kind of like, if you're not getting the Hazel Park hot dogs, like, why bother? And I didn't realize this, I guess, growing up. It wasn't until maybe later, like, in high school I noticed this. But, like, they sold two things. that You could buy hot dogs at Hazel Park. But then they, the, uh, you know, but then they also sold this can other I guess, thing. Can I that, guess what the other thing is? Sure. Scrapple. No. Damn it. They look just like hot dogs, but they're called treats. <laughs> you Dildos. Can buy Hazel Park hot dogs or Hazel Park treats. And treats? they were like one quarter the price of the hot dogs. Oh, boy. And that is what I my we, my that's what I loved. So they, they weren't the hot dog proper. Like that, again, it was too high grade of a meat. You needed the Hazel Park treat. Which was, was them taking a flat bladed shovel and <clears throat> scraping up everything on the killing floor and putting it through the meat grinder. I guess. And adding some sawdust and skin flakes. But I guarantee if you did a taste test, you'd go with the treat. Oh, I'm sure I would. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm coming around to your way of thinking about things, Brad. I wouldn't even care. You know, it's like I realize that I'm inhaling other people's skin dander and fart particles, farticles all the time. And like, it's just a part of doing business right. on this rock. Yeah. So, I mean, what? It's organic matter. Uh, you cook it. Okay, fine. I don't give a fuck. Eat it. What's the big problem here? Why is everybody so, like, I'm not going to eat pig assholes? It's part of the animal. You're eating its, like, mm-hmm. belly fat and thinking that's delicious. Really? You got such high standards? It's like, come on. Yeah, exactly. We're just we're just so mature now that we're in our 40s, I think. We don't have nothing to prove yet, to prove anymore. So we're like, yeah, I'll just eat the treat. <laughs> just give me, give me the treat. Juice me. Juice yeah. me. Yeah. They were technically maybe just sold to be fed to dogs. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) But they were damn good. Now, I am a little full of shit because I do like Nathan's, like, ultra, whatever they're called, the big boys. They look kind of like that strap-on cock I sent you, except they're uniform and color. And I do like those. Those are pretty good. Those and Hebes, the Hebrew Nationals, mm, those are good. I know I said I like the cheap ones, which I do. Well. But sometimes, sometimes there's a dog. Yeah. I used to eat those. I guess they're Oscar Mayer, you know, the cheese dogs? And they have like the Mm -hmm. three Mm -hmm. rivulets of like fake cheese, yellow cheese running through them. Yeah. I used to just eat them raw. Oh, yeah. Now. I eat hot dogs. I mean, they're technically not raw, but unheated. Right, right. Just add out of the package in the refrigerator. I still do that to this day and make uh, my wife, you might know her. Her name is Christine. Mm-hmm. She almost vomits every time she sees me doing it. I almost vomit when I think about how I used to do it, but. S- sometimes I just can't wait for the fucking microwave. I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to. Or it's like, I'll put one in the microwave, and while that's cooking, it's like, I can't wait the 25 seconds. I'm just going to eat it. I'm going to have a little snack here while I'm waiting. I'm going to eat a cold one. Get a little ramekin of mayonnaise, dip it in there. Dip Mm -hmm. it in there, yeah. 
No, I know. And, like, they're not in the raw meat section. You can eat them. They're yeah. fine. They're but in they, essence, yeah. They do say, like, heat before serving or heat to a certain... T- they do say something like some that. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I mean, I, I think they're just, like... But that's just I, be, that's the FDA just being a bunch of pussies. Let's right. face it. I mean, to me, they just seem like they're just in essence lunch meat, just in a they're different lunch form. Meat. They're lunch meat. That's like exactly in essence, what they when are. you ask for lunch meat, right? Like you, you order bologna. That's a hot dog. And they slice it. They're in essence, it's just a giant hot dog. That's slicing like, a giant hot dog. Yeah, that's like five inches in diameter, and they're just slicing little slices off it. This is just the same thing, only smaller, and you just don't slice it. You just start chopping right. on it. Different form factor. That's the yeah. only difference. Same everybody's thing. Everybody's like, no, got to fucking cook. Now, I do I don't like have to a- heat up the fucking bologna. No, but same thing with hot dogs. You can. It's delicious if you do. Yes. But you don't have to. You no. get a thick slice of bologna, and you fry that fucker up. Oh, yeah. Put some mayonnaise and grilled onions on it. Slap it between some bread. Whew. Little melty American cheese. Yeah. White American. Another thing I remember from my childhood, there was like these Hormel meat patties. Oh. They would come in like a can. You'd like pop open the can. There'd be like six patties in there, right? Like you'd have to take the, you know, off the top. They you like, know, they're um, just stacked up in there in the can, like Pringles, but they were meat patties. But they would be like, it was kind of like some hybrid, like half hot dog. It was like halfway between like a ham and a hot dog, but it had cheese. Again, your cheese, like all these little cheese infused all over it. All, you know, dappled with little cheese pieces. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and you'd heat one of them up. That, those things were f- fucking great like cheese crystals like if you had like giant 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 uh chunks of salt like the biggest salt chunks you could imagine like that shape um like maybe that of- shape but like way bigger than that these are like if you like like um if you think of like a cube of cheese that would be like you normally might see like you pick up with a toothpick at a at like a tray at a party yeah. or yeah, something yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine that cube, and then you'd have to cut that cube. Um, like in, cutting off the tip of your finger. You'd have to cut that cube into a quarter, quarters, and then you'd probably have to cut that into quarters again. So like one-sixteenth of that cube is like the size. So a lot bigger than any kind of... Well, it might I'm, be more like one-eighth. One-sixteenth is going too far. I was going to say, one-sixteenth sounds about right for like the giant... I'm talking like salt that you would throw on your driveway to melt ice with. Oh, that kind of salt. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. rock salt. Yeah, like that size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like huge. Like tic-tac to double tic-tac size. Right. Yes. Like a single tic-tac size, I would say. Single tic-tac size of cheese. Not quite a pea-sized amount of cheese. No, not quite pea-sized. Half but pea that, size. That's what you'd have. Yeah, those were great. Let's fucking standardize here. Come on. Half pea sized. So while we're talking about um, like eating various, uh, I don't know, pieces of animals that aren't necessarily like the prime cuts. Mm-hmm. What do you think of chicken gizzard? Um, I, you know, I'm not really a fan. Not really a fan. Yeah. Um. Now, my mommy, you might know her, her name's Gigi, she loves that shit. Turkey gizzards, chicken gizzards. Yeah. Because I make a, a gizzard stock out of, okay. like, the turkey gizzards and the turkey neck. Mm-hmm. You know, throw some onion and bay leaf, 
whatever, blah, 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 in there. Uh, it's peppercorn, salt, whatever. Make my turkey stock while turkey's cooking. And then I use that stock to make my gravy. That's delicious. But then, like, if sometimes if I don't use it all, I'll store the gizzards with the remaining stock in the refrigerator. And then, this is one of my mom's most favorite treats, is she'll eat it the next morning just right out of there, all cold and gelatinous. Yeah. Yeah. And no. No. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you live your truth. But that's yeah. uh, uh, not for <coughs> me. I almost actually, I was just doing a bit, but I almost threw up. Yeah. No gracias. Yeah. They have them on a menu around here, too. I forget where. Is that like a hibachi place or something? Well, that's what I was going to say. That's what That was the next course in this Japanese meal. Fantastic. Look at that. Fried chicken gizzards. Yeah, what is it with the Japanese and their fried chicken gizzards? That was a shocker I, to me. Yeah, I guess they like fried chicken gizzards there. It, yeah. I mean, good on them for, you know, using all the parts of the animal. Right. So did you have a fried chicken gizzard? I had a lot of those Did suckers. it come with mayonnaise? It... See, that seems like that would go pretty well with some that mayonnaise. That would go, go with mayonnaise. But uh, but again, because we're doing things kind of different than usual, that that was maybe the one dish that didn't come with mayonnaise. Crazy. So unexpected. Yeah. Uh, but you enjoyed them. You enjoyed the shit out of them. I don't know if I enjoyed them. There was definitely a certain, like, um, gizzardiness to it. At one hand, it was just like, oh, these are just like eating little fried chunks of chicken. Yeah, not but really, then there though. was also a little bit of like, no, it's not. There, it's something like, else. There's a there's a thing. There's a pastiness and an unctuousness to it. That, yeah, there's a there's a there's a a potency here. Yeah, there that's is. It's not just chicken. And I kind of had to like be like, okay, I can. It's I can deal with that. Like, like to it get means at business. Chickeny goodness. Or just like, oh, it's something that's fried, so it's good because it's fried, and I want to experience something that's fried and good, I can eat this, and then just kind of like, yeah, it has a kind of tang to it that's kind of unexpected, but not so much. It's still fried, so they kind of like fried, I think. If it was just like, oh yeah, here's a chicken gizzard. Those maybe just roasted or something, boiled. I don't boiled know. Boiled and then sitting in its gelatinous. Yeah, I would. I probably wouldn't have been able to <laughs> like get it down. But, but since uh, it was fried and it was probably breaded. Yeah, it was breaded and fried. It was little yeah. gizzard chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's it's gizzard when the unctuousness and the tanginess collide. It's like you know you're in for a special experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no no dipping for those. Those are like you're gonna sit in it and know it and enjoy it. Yeah, you're gonna I all mean, the, the little crevices. The, yeah, it had the again. It had the the. It was fried and breaded, so that was the cover you you received. Well, mushrooms used to make me vomit when I was a kid. Yeah, well, I don't get gag, that. A gag. lot of people say that. Not vomit. Gag though. Gag. <laughs> Like regular, like button mushrooms. Any, any, any of them in any context on but, pizza. But that's uh, like your main mushroom, okay? Like yeah, the pizza, the mushrooms you'd get at a pizzeria. Uh, gross, gross. Um, portobellas. Here's a giant burger. Like that sounded like hell to me. I just that's torture. But 
the one thing I could do, and you would get it at like a window, you'd a walk up window in like the summer where they're selling like fries mm-hmm. or whatever, and right, the fried I, mushrooms and those fried, and I could eat those. Well, there you go. See, once you fry it, it's like and this it, is unhealthy enough. I can eat it no matter what's in the center because it's the hot grease delivery system. Yes, but if they cooled off a little bit. And, like, the mushroom kind of separated from the breading, so there were two different units, and right. it was kind of rattling around in there. Then all bets were off, and I might not be able to do it. But nice and fresh, and it's kind of like, you know, it's 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 achieved, like, a perfect symbiosis between breading and mushroom. I could, I could do that. Nice hot grease explosion. I could do it, even yeah. though in any other situation I would gag. Right. But, again, I just had to think fried treat, fried treat, glunk. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty much me with the with the gizzard. Um, I I forgot to to the the the, the cucumber yeah. dipped in mayonnaise, which to kind of again the idea kind of turned me off a little bit. Well, I was kind of like a cucumber dipped in mayonnaise. I mean, I guess it's okay. Like I would dip a cucumber in like ranch dip or something. Sure, this is just like ranch dip without any flavoring and right. thicker. Right. So it's like a super bland ranch. Yeah, it might be okay, but it's kind of like, yeah, just the idea of dipping a cucumber spear in mayonnaise really turned me off. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. One in Rome. Sure. I mean, it doesn't, I'm not like gagging at the thought of it, but I'll tell you what, it went really fucking well. I so, was like, holy shit, this is great. Yeah. Why aren't we all fucking dipping cucumbers in the mayonnaise all the time? <laughs> These was, the Japanese know what they're doing with this thing. Was the cucumber like brined or marinated or no? Anything? It was just like a plain up, plain old cucumber. What shape was? Was it a stick like a like a square? You know, like it a, was like. So these, what I will say, these were like smaller cucumbers. These were more cucumbery cucumbers than like what you typically get at the grocery store, like the big thick ones. These are finger cucumbers. These are, they're. Bigger than finger cucumbers, but then they were, like, cut at this weird angle. Like, kind of like, I guess, cut in half, diagonally. Does that make is, sense? Is there any other cut so, that you can do to it in half? Or do yeah, you mean straight. Uh, you mean, like... I mean, okay. it's a wedge shape. You mean two cucumber, two long cucumber wedges out of one cucumber. So you're cutting it the length of the cucumber, but... Starting at the top, going to the bottom, and describing that diagonal line along the length of the cucumber. So you have two wedges that run the entire length of the cucumber, basically. Yes. Starting from the thickness, the entire thickness of the cucumber. um, All the way to the entire thinness of the cucumber. Terminating, Yes. yes, in the entire thinness. Okay, I got it. Size of your index finger? No, bigger than that. Bigger than that. Index and middle finger together, give or take, maybe. Yes. Okay. Maybe not an index finger and a half. Index and middle together is too big. Okay. Or maybe my fingers are just too big in general. Maybe your index and middle finger. Right. I don't know. And then, yeah. it's, and then the mayonnaise was just, it must have been their own mayonnaise, though. Yeah, I guess. So it was, it, there was just like a, there was just like this, like, kind of like, yeah, this, 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 uh, kind of dome of mayonnaise off to the side of the plate. So the plate was like cucumber spears, dome of mayonnaise. Like, oh, grab a cucumber spear, dip it in. Now, there was actually, and this for the sake of brevity, I was leaving off one detail, but I guess for the sake of completeness, now that we've gone really deep into this. Go deep or go home, Brad. I'll go deep here. There was also some type of like red 
soy paste as oh. another option. Okay. So you could dip into this soy paste or mayonnaise. Like, hey, take one, dip it into the soy paste. Oh, that's good. Now take the next one, the mayonnaise. You know, and now, maybe now, you're supposed to like the two things counteract. I don't know. It is was this like, like a, a ketchup and mayonnaise situation where you could do both? Or maybe, were they designed to be separate? May, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, to be honest. I there didn't delve that deep into it with Yoshi. Yeah, I was going to say didn't Yoshi didn't It seemed like people were mixing it. It seemed like it was kind of like you take one or the other. But maybe it's fine to mix it as well. Well, I think once it's on the table, you know, you do whatever you want. Yeah. They're not going to judge it. It's like, okay, now go and enjoy. Like, yeah, here's the standard way, but, you know, experiment. Come on. Right. I think anybody's going to judge you. All right, so, so far you had fried chicken gizzards and cucumbers with mayonnaise. Sounds like yes. an amazing <laughs> experience. The next thing that gets brought out is kind of so it, it looks like coleslaw imagine like a a, a, a a plate of a set of edicts laid down by our mutual friend no not a coleslaw this is a coleslaw shit right of course it's food right so imagine like so imagine kind of like a big serving plate with like leaves of lettuce on it, and then on top of that, a giant mound of coleslaw. All right. What looks like coleslaw, but in fact, okay. this was not coleslaw. What this was was radish, daikon radish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of grated like into that coleslaw type shape, but mixed an, with cod roe. This is an outlaw. This is a regular villain here. It's a criminal. Cod roe and daikon huh now the daikon is probably a marinated radish i can't really say it, it, it had the consistency of coleslaw like a real creamy yeah man i can't imagine them just know, putting soft. straight up daikon like it had to be at least parboiled or something that's pretty like, i mean it was soft i guess all right all right it, it was the consistency of coleslaw is pretty much it looked and had the consistency of coleslaw except Again, it was radish, and the creaminess was from the fact that it was mixed with cod roe. Cod roe. And could you? And maybe there was mayonnaise in it too. I don't really know. It's hard to say. Like, would cod roe alone make it creamy like that? Could you sense or detect individual pustules of cod roe? Not or... really. So, do you think they had been ground or mortar and pestled into a paste? I mean, there were. This is how my memory, I didn't take a picture. This is my memory, in my memory, there was like color, like flecks of color, like pustules of color. There just weren't any evidence of them like when you ate, like in the mouth feel. Nothing was popping. Yes. There was little, and it wasn't really like pustules of color, just little streaks, little bits of color in there. Which, again, maybe that was like a seasoning they added, like a paprika-type situation. Not that it would be that, but hmm. but it Probably was like, actually pretty good. It's like mung bean. I was surprised I liked it. But, again, similar, because, again, I think just made me pay surprise because it's something I'm not used to eating, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Similar to the chicken gizzards, I was kind of like, one half I was like, oh, this is actually really good. And the other half kind of like, if you eat, Two more spoonfuls of this, you're going to vomit. So stop. Right. It tastes good, but like, but you know, at the same time, like it was just so rich. You know what I mean? That was part of it. 
And again, it had a flavor profile that I could not like connect to. Like there was like kind of like sticks. Like when it comes to music, I'm like, what is this? Right. I don't know anything else in this genre or like what, what, how to clap. Like same thing with this taste. It's just like, I don't know what this is. You're out of your element. I was completely out of my element. Um, yeah, it's like a lot of things. If you can just shut your fucking brain off for a little while and let yourself enjoy it, like you probably have a better time. Right. Like if you overthink something, usually not good. I don't know. I feel like maybe my ability to overthink it is what let me enjoy it. Mm. Like, if it was just, like, turn off your brain and allow this cod row mayonnaise radish to slide down your throat hole, I might just be like, no, I don't want that. Stop. I will make well again. Your Instead, brain is I'm saying like, that. No, this is fine. It's kind of like a tangy coleslaw. Just eat it. Mm. But again, that's your brain saying stop. No, don't do it. But what about this? Here's the caveat: you don't know what it is. It's just like here is the next dish. You're at a restaurant. People aren't like dropping dead and vomiting everywhere. Right. Here's the next dish. You don't know what it is. Then you shut your brain off and say, I am going to open up to this experience and just That's do it. That's a good point. Like, if I didn't know what it was before right. I ate it. I mean, I would definitely, I think, right? And so I did not, I do not have that experience. So I cannot objectively say, I feel like if they said, Brad, eat this. I don't know. It might be worse. You know how when you, like, take, go for a cup and drink it and you think it's going to be Coke, but, like, instead it's milk? And even though you like to drink milk, you like to drink Coke, when you drink that, you like, it freaks you out pretty bad. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I do. I feel like without my brain saying, okay, this is now going to be milk, it's not Coke, like, I might not, like, just like, here's this thing, eat it. We're not going to say what it is, just enjoy it. I might put it in my mouth and be like, fuck, what? This is not what I expected. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... I have two experiences with that. One was, for some fucking reason, ugh, what was it? I thought, I'm not going to get this one right. I thought maybe, like, I had put something in the refrigerator, and I thought it was V8. And (laughs) I was like, I don't drink V8 that often, but it was just in, like, a regular glass that I had covered with something. Right. And I went and took a glorp of it, and it was just, like, tomato sauce. It was spaghetti sauce. Right. So that's not crazy off it's not crazy off but, but it's it enough. still enough and even that was gross and then the other time was oh yeah i'm sure i've said this before but i think i had been out playing basketball or something i came in summertime sweating it's hot i just need something to drink and i opened the refrigerator thank goodness i have that kool-aid in there so grabbed a pitcher of kool-aid Pour it into the glass. Glorp, glorp, glorp. I'm so thirsty. Just sweating, you know. Ooh, ooh. Drank like half of the, you know, 16-ounce pint-sized glass. Just drank half of it down in like five seconds, four seconds. Like, oh, that's good. And I look down, and there's like three multicolored lily pads of mold floating uh. around on the top of the glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm. And I know that some of them have had slid down my throat down my gullet by that point right and uh yeah and then i just i just had to live with it you know it's not quite the same but yeah we once pulled a prank on a friend of ours he was like a family friend the whole family was friends with our family 
Actually, it's a long, complicated story for these. We'll call them the Ramirez's, the Ramirez family. Anyway, Warren Ramirez, <laughs> he's always a jokester. He's mm-hmm. pulling lots of jokes. Like he and my Uncle Mac worked at the same grocery store, Kinsley's Market, Tannersville, Pennsylvania. I don't know who thought it would be a good idea to give these guys a job together, but they would like... They were both checkers, so they'd be checking people out. This is a tiny little store in, you know, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And uh, they do things like they'd be ringing people's groceries up and then, like, ah, grab their eye and, like, they'd have a marble and they'd, like, oh, my eye! Like, pretend they have a glass eye and shove it back in their face <laughs> and, like, just doing little shit like that all the time. So he's, like, a bit of a prankster. And my brother and I, one time, we'd always have these family meals at uh, Graham's house. Graham's moving down here in a month, by the way. So that's a big oh, deal. Oh, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Where is um, she? There's apartments that are just like maybe half a mile from Dave's okay. at my mom's house, maybe a mile and a half from our house. So they're right there. How about that? So it's great. Good. Um. Anyway, her house growing up was like, you know, the meeting place. We'd have dinners, all the families and, you know, big, big dinners with everybody there. And, uh... You know, Warren was sitting there the one time, and, you know, my brother and I were like, anybody thirsty? Anybody need a drink? We'll get, you know, it's like when you're little, we were like eight years old or something. It's like, ooh, I'm like, I'm big shit now. Like, we can actually, like, do things, like, get drinks for people. And and it actually is like, you know, you feel like hot shit doing that. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, anybody want a drink? And, like, nobody really wanted anything. I think maybe one other person wanted. Warren was like, sure, I'll take some. I'll take something. I was like, um, we have apple juice. Is that okay? Sure. So we went in there, and we got the vegetable oil, and poured a oh. big glass of vegetable oil. Jesus. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, thanks. Just upended it. Oh, paused, and then downended it. <laughs> oh, back into the glass. <laughs> one of the best achievements of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a big... He didn't swallow it, because as soon as right. it kind of hit, it was it was still, like, glooping into his mouth, but it all just kind of, like, stayed there in his mouth, like, for a second with the cup in the air, and then it's just, like, right back down. Mouth never closed, and it just poured back out into the glass. <laughs> we were like, yeah! Got you! <laughs> yeah, so that's... Where you need your brain. Yeah, yeah. If you want to force yourself to swallow a cup full of vegetable oil. Managing your expectations. Yeah, to some degree. Yeah, like that coleslaw dish that you had, that could have been a dessert, you know? Right. And if you were expecting a dessert and you ate radish and cod row, <laughs> that would be a vomitous experience. Yeah. This is not whipped cream. And, right. uh, you know, lady fingers, whatever. Yeah. All right. So course number four. Course four? number four. Four or th- four? Four was not that, was more something I'm in my realm. It was kimchi with uh, roast pork. Not bad. Not bad. It was bad. very good. And it wasn't like sometimes kimchi can be like... When I I know I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, like how I like spicy foods, but like there's a certain type of spicy food that I can't really deal with, like the horseradish kind of spiciness, nasally spice. Yeah, and sometimes like kimchi kind of does that. 
Sure. Sometimes it doesn't. Luckily, this did not do that. This was just... It was a very mild kimchi. Okay. And I don't know if that's because I'm used to having, like, Korean kimchi and the way Jap- Japan has, like, adapted it, made it more mild. I don't know. In any way, in any case, I'll just say it was very good. Well, do you normally eat your kimchi Pickled with cabbage pork? cabbage leaves with pork. No. So maybe that's it. They didn't want it overpowering the pork. Yeah, that could be it. Could that be. could be it. And I know I said a couple episodes I don't eat pork anymore. Right. But I believe I gave the writer then that, like, I'm not going to turn it down, like, at a... Special like, in a situation occasion. like this. Like, someone made it for me and presents it to me. Or like this. Someone ordered it for the table. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I don't eat that. I'll, I'll try it. I'll eat it. You might as well stand up and slap Yoshi right in the face. Right, exactly. You're going to eat that pork. Um, so it, uh, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, none of the other courses were that, were like these original courses that were more like something to write home about, quote unquote. I mean, they're all very good. And even the original ones were very good. I mean, I want to, you know, give Yoshi props here, you know, for expanding my horizons. Get me to eat some things I haven't tried before. And, you know, I'm very happy to have eaten it all. The gizzards, the cod roe, the cucumber, mayonnaise, all of it. It's an experience, man. It was a great experience. And would I eat it all again? Yes, I would. Even the gizzards. Even the gizzards. Hmm. They weren't so bad. All right. I mean, I, it would, yeah. It, uh, anyway. Hmm. So, yes, kimchi with roast pork. Then there was some udon noodles, you know, or not udon, soba. Okay. Soba, um, there was some agadashi tofu. Agadashi tofu. Agadashi. Agadashi. Which you might see, it's kind of, I'm used to, I've actually had that many times before. It's on a menu at a lot of, like, Chinese or, like, Chinese slash Japanese restaurants. Well, it looks familiar. I wouldn't have attached the agadashi to it. I would just... Sometimes I just call it age tofu. Like, A-G-E, age. Sometimes it's agadashi. This is probably something that other people at the table order, and then, like, maybe I'll eat it, maybe I won't. But I don't even, like, right. I, I'll just skip right over it. Like, I well, would never Well, if order you're it. looking at Google right now, because when I get it, it looks like these pictures. When they served it, it was in, like, literally, like, a bowl of broth. There were these chunks of this agadashi tofu, like, just floating. Like, there was so much broth to it, which kind of threw me off a little bit. And and again, when talking to Yoshi about the food, and I met, and, you know, um, actually, I don't think it was something. It was something someone else mentioned brought up. But he was kind of like, yeah, like this actually isn't that common in Japan. Like you don't really people don't really eat this in Japan that much, but it's really popular in America in I've, Japanese restaurants. Yeah, I've made this at home. I didn't know that it was called this. I just was making like. You know, I was advised by the females in the house, like, this is kind of what we want. I was like, all right, I think I can pull that off. Some and like. Just, yeah, it was the, like this silken tofu, but deep fried golden brown. But like, basically, you're having a soup. But like, if there was going to be noodles or meat, there's not. There's just this tofu. These tofu chunks. And like yeah. some green onion or something on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a bowl of soup, essentially, with, you know, golden fried tofu chunks that's pretty good i'm not a big tofu person but yeah yeah again it's fried so yeah it wasn't bad um so i mentioned the sofa i mentioned the agadashi tofu oh and then there was the braised yellow fin 
Oh, wow. which was very good. Braised. That's what I want to say. It was braised. What kind does it an mean? Alternate, to... Well, it's cooked in liquid, not boiled. Like you know, if you're braising something, it's not a ton of liquid. It's like right. liquid comes halfway or less up the sides of whatever the thing you're braising, and low temperature. Yeah, for a while. This may not have been braised. It would be a weird preparation for yellowfin that's usually raw or, like, quickly seared. This was not... Maybe it was quickly seared. I mean, this was cooked. Okay. Um, it's kind of a prized, you know, fish. Yeah. I mean, the reason I think I said braised was because there was a big, like, on the chalkboard in the back written in big letters was like, oh, today's special, braised yellowfin. Hmm. But I don't know if that's what... But, I mean... So this fish came out, right? And again, it was kind of like, okay, you know, two kind of like fillets in essence, right? On a plate. And there's multiple plates because there's a lot of people. But, um, you know, with like the tail and the, 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 I don't know. I didn't really turn it over to see. Was it like scales? Was it just a skin? What exactly is the anatomy of a yellow fin? I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, you in essence, like with the chopsticks, pick the meat out of the hardened shell of the yellow fish are you saying yellow fish or yellow fin yellow fin my bad yellow okay. fin all right hardened shell like the it had like the skin so and the skin was hard the skin sails the skin was hard yes and it was almost like yeah you were almost like scraping the meat out of it almost so could you if you grabbed the shell part of it could you snap it in half? I mean, I didn't really try. That's the sense I got. So that it must have been, like, flash fried. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Huh. Well, again, more frying. Yep. But that was very good. And then for dessert, we had mochi ice cream balls. So it was like ice cream in the center, mochi on the outside. Gotta have the mochi. And it was, like, pretty damn good. I don't know why you would ever have ice cream any other way than wrapped in a mochi. Like, it was... That's another thing that the females in this house are really fucking into that I don't quite get, I guess. But maybe I gotta give it another shot. Yeah. Again, I don't dislike it, but it's just kind of like, okay. All right. Yeah, kind of like a right. gummy, pasty right. thing. Right. Well, like I when mean, they... when they eat it, like, because mochi isn't... Like, are they having it as, like, a dessert, like a sweet mochi? Yes. Are they having it with ice cream in the middle? With ice cream in the middle. Okay. We well, get them at Super H Mart. All right. Yeah. That's what we had for dessert. And again, maybe it's just not for you, or maybe these were really good, but these were, like... Well, I'm sure they're better was, than the ones we get at the Korean yeah. grocery store in right, a box, yeah. but, you know. Right, yeah. This was, like... Still. Yeah, they were damn fine. And I'm not judging anybody for liking them, but I'm not just not a big sweet person anymore. Yeah. I'm just not very sweet, Brad. I like a little sweet. I have some uh, pistachio gelati in the freezer. I feel like I mentioned this back in our green creamy meat discussion. Oh, could be. And I have one spoonful of it, like every other, maybe once, somewhere between every other and every three nights. You just go directly in with I just the spoon, take a spoon. Yeah, directly in, take a soup spoon, big spoonful. Lid back on. Lid back okay. on and then eat, yeah. All right. It's a nice little treat. That's about how much you should have, probably. Right. Right. 
And I can get behind that, but I think I deliver most of the sweet that I consume via liquids, mm-hmm. probably. I don't... Yeah. I avoid all the sweet liquids, unless it's, beer counts. But even then... But unless not, it's a shandy. Yeah, I'm really not drinking that much beer anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah, well, it's That is the thing. I did you. have some sake at this Japanese place. Oh, how was that? As well as the beer. The sake was very good. And did you take some photographs that had a lot of bokeh in them while you were drinking your sake? I uh, I didn't actually. Oh. Are you are you give are you giving me shit for the way I'm pronouncing that word? <laughs> what word? Am I supposed to say sake? No. What are you talking about? Sake, sake? I don't know. That's not the word I'm talking about. Okay. But you don't like how I say bokeh. I've never heard you say that word. Or is it boca? Bokeh? Well, no, I always said um, bo- boca, I think. But apparently it's pronounced like you pronounce sake. Bokeh. Well, it has that H at the end that throws it off. I know. It throws it off. throws it off. Anyway, it's what I read. But, Figured I could say it out loud here. I was just testing it out. I was giving it a test run, and I was seeing... Uh, how it went down. I th- figured we're in a safe space. We're in a sanctuary podcast, and I could try it out. Yeah, without give, getting, it sh- give it a shot. That's good. Getting uh, steamrolled for it. Too yeah. bad. All right. Just trying it. Just trying it out. We'll we'll see how it goes. So have you ever had sake at a, like a Japanese restaurant or, or something like that? Some kind of Japanese setting? Yeah. Like twice, maybe. Do they like, did it come in a large cube? No. Or did it come in like the little, like almost like a shot glass teacup thing? Yeah, shot glass teacup Yeah, that's thing. how I'm used to seeing it. At this restaurant, you'd order sake and it would come in like a giant cube. How big is the cube? I'm going to say... Rubik's sized? Ice sized? <sighs> bigger than a Rubik's cube, I want to say. It's like the size, I would say about one and a half to one and three quarters cups of sake is what this cube could hold. Like liquid measure. Seems really close to a Rubik's. In my mind, no, the Rubik's Cube could probably, like, you're right, close to it. The Rubik's Cube. It's probably a cup and a quarter. Yeah, like the Rubik's Cube would fit inside this cube, like as a nesting cube. Snugly, fairly snug, not tight. Not but not tight. It could rattle a little. It bit. It might. It would rattle a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It okay. has maybe an eight, an eighth of an inch. Gotcha. On each side. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's I got the it. size of this cube. And they would just bring out that cube. It was on like a, a plate, or maybe you'd call it a saucer in this instance. I don't know. With the cube on top, and they'd pour the sake into the cube till the cube overflowed a little bit onto the plate. So you weren't kidding, were you? When I said we're drinking off plates, that's right. I did say that. And you actually, because you don't want to waste it. Right. Now, did you well, wait until, I assumed you waited until the cube was empty. Right. Before addressing the Well, I guess that's what you should do. I mean, liquid. Yoshi started that. He picked up the plate and started drinking off it. So it's like, all right. And the overflow was deliberate? Yes. Apparently, like, well, that's what Yoshi said. It's like to show that, like. We're not ripping you off here. Well, that's what I thought. He was going with it, but he said it's just like generosity. They want to give you more than you asked for. I mean, maybe it's a a different way of saying the same thing. You know, he said it's just like a tradition to like to 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 be generous. Well, again, it's like the um, when you're having Taco Tuesday and you have the big thing and you're putting the lettuce and all the 
you know, tomatoes and everything in it, you have it overflowing the sides a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's an abundance. Right. It's an abundance. And I guess these cubes, you can, you order the sake, like this, this cube is a unit of measure of sake. Like you can have like one cube, two cube, or four cube of sake. How many cube of sake did you get? I had like less than a cube. Oh, okay. Um, well, where'd the other part of the cube go? Uh, to other people, like. But you got. We to drink- like shared these cubes. Who got the plate? At first, I thought Yoshi got the plate. At first, I thought the maybe the cube was for like communal drinking, like everyone gets a different side of the cube to drink from, or something weird. Yikes. Takes a lot of trust in your fellow travelers. Yeah, exactly. But that's not really what it was about. But anyway, the sake was was good. Well, one, it, had, it was that like super ice cold. You know, this, this is not warmed up sake. Right. Fuck right, that right, shit. Right. This was the like it's ice. Like you know, or know how like uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. The Jaeger would come in the oh. cooled. You know, they'd have the little cooled tap for mm-hmm. that sometimes. This is like this, like, yeah, this, like, ice cold, maybe almost colder than cold. But it had, like, again, sake, like, it had a sweetness to it. It just had a very good taste. I don't know what brand sake it was. I would say Bokeh it brand might sake. be the best sake. Or it might be the second best sake I've had. Because the sake I had in Jackson Hole was really good. When I was in Jackson but Hole. But that was pear I had sake. So I don't know if that... Got off the slopes of heads and sake. (laughs) You know it. That's how I roll, man. I was a skinny dipper in the hot tub at Jackson Hole and I had some sake. (laughs) How many sakes have you had? More than 12? You mean, how many times have I drank sake? How many different types of sake have I sampled? We're not going to get down into that rotten stuff. Just how many times have you had it? A lot. So more than 12. There was a time when sake was my go-to, like, non-beer drink. I'd always have some sake in the fridge. You went out to the... Uh, Liquor you know, store. The, the sports bar, and it's like, right. what do you have, sir? <laughs> oh, some sake. Right. <laughs> cool. You were popular there. <laughs> Can't you get some new brands of sake? No, this see, this isn't as good as the one I had in Jackson Hole. <laughs> that's good. No, that's yeah. why I would drink yeah. the, the sake in home. I wasn't going to go out there and be a fucking pariah. It's going to be a pariah in the privacy in my own home right wallow in your own crapulence at home yeah all right so you were drinking sake yeah i've had sake like seven times i'd say in my life not seeing the appeal i know i keep saying i'm not seeing the appeal of all these things mushrooms and chicken gizzards and right well what i will say about sake again (laughs) <laughs> is I was never oh, when you had it, it in Jackson Hole. <laughs> now the other time I had that it in was New a York. wake up call. It was a wake up call. What was the Jacks the hasake I had at the Japanese restaurant? 
Best sake you've ever Jackson had in your life. I was like, oh shit, I love sake now. This was some great shit. Again, or maybe it just has to do with your, uh, you know, your memories. You memories know, play I'm, a big part in, you I'm know. like, or your state of mind, because it's like, fuck, I'm in Jackson Hole. This is pretty fucking awesome. Yep. Whatever they're going to serve me, I'm going to be like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever had of that type. It's true. Like, here's a Coke. This is the best tasting Coke I've ever had. Right, because you're, you're high on your emotions. Like, yeah. if you're in love, you're just starting out this new relationship, and you're in love with somebody, and, you know, you have whatever, any old thing, and, like, you'll never have the best of that thing, because you already had it. You can't get any better. I made French toast for Leslie when we first started going out, and then never had as good a French toast as that before. Now, that was in 1999, and I was 23 years old. What the fuck did I really know about making right. French toast when I was 23 years old? But what I did mean, you know about eating French toast at the same time, right? right? So like right. it all kind of balances out, yeah. Right. So, you know, is that the best French toast ever? No, obviously not. Like, objectively, no. But it still is, because it was magical times. It's a magical time. So that is like a really, really heavy influence. That's different than expectation. That's like, I don't know, all the fucking dopamine, like coursing through your system, just uh, heightens all your experiences, I guess. An abundance of sake. So you didn't get to drink it from a plate, but other people were. The second best sake you've ever had in your life, besides the one you had at Jackson Hole. I don't know. It's hard to, de- it's hard to determine which one's the best one. Was it the one I had in Manhattan or the one I had in Jackson Hole? I'm not sure. Listen, when Robert Redford came over, he was like, no, that's not the... Re-. And I was like, fuck you, Robert Redford. This one's better. Robert Redford is in uh, Park City, not Jackson Hole. I know the differences between cities in Colorado. I've had sake in all of them. <laughs> I, you know what? I did have sake in in Park City. I think. And also. just remember, it's called sake, not sake. <laughs> did you really have sake in Park City? I think I did. Wyoming, Jesus, Utah, baby. No, Utah. You talk too much, Brad. You talk too much. Yeah. So, Yoshi, thanks for the meal. Thanks, Yoshi. And the cultural experience. Yep. I enjoyed it. Not uh, that I expect Yoshi to be listening, although you never know. Maybe he Maybe he picked up the Washington Post on Sunday. I mean, the Post is really enormous fans of ours, apparently. Yeah. The day after we had this meal, Yoshi went and looked up the Washington Post. like, oh, shit. I just had sake with that guy. I drank sake off a plate. I'm gonna go. Fella. I'm gonna go check this thing out. That must have been that extra download we had on episode one, which yeah. didn't translate into any additional downloads for episode <laughs> two. But right, you know, it's close enough. Yeah, it's the episode one is the weak link. But and it's the gateway, so that you know yeah. those two things aren't very compatible. It's unfortunate. Greatest strength and greatest weakness. There it is. To bring it it all back around. Whoop. Whoop. All right. Well, yep. All right. I would say that's that's about it. Walter's been in like 12 things, and there's not a lot about him out there. 
So that's yeah. that's it. This has been Scar's Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy. Yep. featuring Walter Skarsgård. Yeah. So that's he's our last Skarsgård. Yep, I believe he's closed it out. I A mean, place there of are honor. other Skarsgårds out there. Right. This darn human comedy just keeps perpetuating itself down through the ages. We but got I half think as siblings. a rule in Scar's Guardians of the Galaxy, we should wait until they're at least 21. Yes. Yes. I think so. That's... We know there's two other. Stellan has two other little ones out there. From his new. With wife Numero Dos. Numero Dos, who is not my. Right. I forget what her name was. We talked about her in one of these episodes. But yeah. she's. Um, so once those kids come of age in like 10, 15 years. Something like that. Not really clear on how old they are right now, but they're young. I think they might even be. Yeah, I'm going to say we're looking at like 17 years here at least. Yeah, they're. I'm going to say they're still single digits. They're definitely single digits. They might be like low single digits even. Yeah, maybe. Which Stellan is 65. Can you imagine having Doesn't matter. Single... Those boys can still swim. Man. And can you imagine having single digit kids when you're 65 years old? Well, if you're Stellan, you're probably, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah, one is uh, eight years old and the other is five years old, Brad. So, so we're looking at, uh, if we're going to say 21, we're looking at 13. And 16. And 16 years from now. So we'll Mark- come back with more Scars Guardians of the Galaxy for all you listeners out there. But for now, I think this this closes it out. Yeah, get your calendars out. Mark it, dude. 16 years from now, 2033. We're coming back with more. But for now, yeah, I think that closes it out. Right. What you... It closes out this series. This Yeah, this series. Well, you know, when we started, we had no idea it was going to take us this far. No, no. This has been a, quite an adventure. I'm going to go back because this is, if we, the original Scars Guardians of the Galaxy episode came out on January 15th. So basically all of 2017 so far. <laughs> Pretty much all of 20, almost all of 2017, almost all of 2017. Wow. Um, has been Scars Guardians of the Galaxy. Granted, we did have Six and Scones 2 actually did come out on January 1st. That was our New Year's treat to all you. Right, and a Gutterballs Rewind. We had a Gutterballs Rewind. But yeah, so pretty much we've done... Uh, this is the 11th episode. It's volume 10. Right, it's the 11th Scars Guardians episode. We had a Queen Bay edition in there. Yeah, so... Just a bonus. So, you know, next week we'll be back, though. Who knows what kind of stew we'll be shoving our hands into next week. Some cr- green, creamy nut meats. Maybe. Give us a rating on iTunes while you're at it. Yeah, I mean, you just listen to us for almost two hours talk about a, a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Why Second not? best meal I ever had. Except the well, one from Jackson Hole. You must be digging it. If they've stuck around this far... Go to iTunes. Give us a review. You can't throw us a bone? Or at the very wow. least, just write to us. Let us know what, 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 why you're listening. How We'd do they do it? from fans. Maybe How do they do it? Maybe do an intro like Trash Boat. Maybe so. Um, Send an intro. You never know. We yeah, might use it. That's true. Send just record in. it on your phone. That's all you got to do. Email it to us. How do they do that, though? Go to gutterballs.tv. 
Yeah. Hit the contact link. Say hi. Or then, find us on Facebook. At or Twitter. At Guttercast. Twitter at Guttercast. Yes, there's links to all of these right on gutterballs.tv. Head to gutterballs.tv. The link to us on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube. I, you can I'll find s- the link to go buy some Gutterballs merch. Gutterballs merch, baby. Oh, speaking of which, um, we did get, it's our merchandise site, and we did get a note yeah. from someone who bought a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, and they had, these are our concerns, dude, maybe not necessarily a concern. Um, stand by, I'll read it to you here. But it's it's anonymous, they didn't leave their name, otherwise I would respond, but they ordered a Lebowski for Prez from our Lebowski for Prez line of t-shirts. Uh, it says Lebowski Subject 2016, at least it's an ethos. And they said, I hope it fits, I'm a big dude and would have liked a 4X size just to be sure. If it does fit, I'll buy a lot more Lebowski shirts from you guys. Thanks. And so please let us know if, in fact, it does fit, if how the quality is. Like, I have one of these shirts. I think it's a great shirt. I love it. Um, I think they do good work. Um, but as far as, like, size-wise and comfort, all of that, if it holds up, you know, as from multiple washings, mine seems to have, let us know whoever you are. I don't even know if they listen. Maybe they just bought a shirt. But I would like to know. That's what I'm saying. We want to hear from people, even if it's just about a shirt. We're here to help. Amen. Gutter balls. Ooh, so smooth.